Welcome to the Life Untapped podcast, where we help you rediscover your potential so that you feel confident, clear, and independent. Have you inadvertently put yourself last all these years by putting others first, only to wake up in your midlife and find yourself lost in the shuffle? Girl, I have so been there. Let me share with you the lessons I've learned to create a new direction to rediscover yourself. Together, let's go on a journey of mastering your potential, tapping into the power that already exists inside of you. We'll talk confidence, self-care, organization, health and well-being, money mindsets, financial hacks, and how to kick your limiting beliefs to the curb for good. We will find and establish your vision, get crystal clear on it. This is your blueprint, your life untapped. I'm your host, Francine Rivera, lifestyle consultant and certified health coach. I'm also the founder of the Life Untapped Coaching System, where you can earn as you learn with our affiliate program. Check it out at thelifeuntapped.com and grab our free mini course, The Guilt-Free Balanced Life, while you are there. Are you ready for your blueprint? Let's dig in. All right, welcome back to the show. I am so excited. I have Kathy Davis here, and she is a plant-based lifestyle coach and recipe developer the CEO of veginspire.com and the author of three cookbooks, the 30-minute whole food plant-based cookbook, the super easy plant-based cookbook, and the budget-friendly plant-based diet cookbook. She helps people successfully transition into a plant-based way of eating that supports a fast-paced lifestyle without requiring hours in the kitchen or the added stress of what am I going to eat? Kathy has been eating and creating vegan meals for more than seven years. Over the past year and a half, she has shifted her daily habits to allow a whole food plant-based way of eating in order to increase her energy and shed some extra weight. She experienced amazing results and she is eager to support others in their journey and get more out of their lives. And just a a fun fact, because I read this about her and I thought this was amazing, Kathy and her husband, John, are currently maintaining this lifestyle while traveling the United States in a fifth wheel RV with their three cats. They've been to 17 states already and 15 national parks and have a goal to visit all the U.S. national parks. So I'm thinking, guys, if she can do this in an RV, we can certainly do this in our bigger, slightly bigger kitchens, right? So Kathy, welcome to the show. Hi, Francine. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to be here and share my story. And I, yes, I just, if I can do it in an RV, y'all, you can do it anywhere. (laughs) So yeah, I read your, um, your bio and everything you're, you're doing in your cookbooks. And I'm like, this is exactly what I need in my life. Where have you been? (laughs) I know I'm trying to eat more plant-based and vegetables. And that's just not been my strong suit all along. So your words of wisdom are not only going to bless me, but I'm sure my audience as well. So thank you. You're welcome. So how do you maintain a plant-based and fast-paced lifestyle at the same time? Well, one of the big things that I always tell people is, you know, we plan everything in our lives, right? We plan 
our vacations, we plan our meetings, we put everything on the calendar, the kids' extracurricular activities, our extracurricular activities. But the one thing that we forget to add in is planning out those meals. And I always tell people, you know, you know what days of the week you have more time to cook recipes or meals that might take a little more time. And you know what days of the week that it's really about grabbing that box out of the freezer or hitting the drive-through on the way to that extracurricular activity. So if you can figure out those, I call it like your, your calendar or your weekly template, figure out those pockets of time and make plant-based foods and meals accessible so that you aren't grabbing that box out of the freezer or driving through the drive-through. And while you are, you know, putting in those snippets of time, maybe Sunday afternoon while everybody's watching football or playing games, you're in the kitchen doing a little chopping and then you're playing the games or the kids are helping. Or, you know, maybe when if you're your spouse or partner has another activity to do. You're in the kitchen batching up a couple of soups that you can easily reheat on those super busy days. And that's what we do. You know, my husband works for a company and I run my own business. So my time is, you know, I'm available when my clients need me. So some days that's evenings right around dinner time. It seems like that's when the questions come in and I just need to make sure that I have meals planned. So I can either delegate to him real quick or reheat something in between calls or coaching sessions. Yeah. Planning is key for sure. I know on the weeks that I plan, I definitely eat better and healthier. And then on the weeks that I just wing it for sure. But um, what would you say to somebody who just doesn't like vegetables? That's, that's a big one. Like when I work with clients too, and I tell them to incorporate more vegetables in their life, I'm like, but I hear, I don't like any vegetables. So what do you say to somebody who just has never eaten vegetables, don't like vegetables? How can they incorporate more of that then? Yes. I feel as though that is, it's almost one of the points where you have to try different things in different ways. I like to add, you know, a few handfuls of spinach. Well, for me, it's usually the whole five ounce little plastic clamshell of baby spinach to my pasta sauce. By the time it cooks down into the sauce, you're getting a serving of greens, but you're not, you might not even notice. Or I like to add small amounts. So I didn't love beans is usually the one thing that, that I find is something challenging for people. They didn't eat a lot of beans and now they want to eat more plant-based and they find every recipe seems to have beans in it. So I always say, you know, whether it's the vegetables you don't enjoy or the beans, or you've never tried a whole, you know, different whole grains, take baby steps. You know, it, you don't have to go to the grocery store and load your cart with every different variety of vegetable, you can focus on eating those foods that you already enjoy, you already are familiar with and using them in different ways. So cauliflower is a great example. I, I didn't always love cauliflower, but I do like it if it's been baked with Buffalo sauce, or if it's been, we like to, we have a cauliflower cocktail recipe on veginspire.com where we boil it in like Cajun styles, like kind of sea seasoning. So it has this nice, like old base type flavors. Mm. And mm-hmm. it makes this cauliflower cocktail that we can actually dip in like a cocktail sauce in place of shrimp. So when people have 
you know, parties, instead of doing a shrimp cocktail platter, they could do a cauliflower cocktail platter. So kind of stepping out of your comfort zone with the vegetables you already like, you know, carrots, most people enjoy carrots. So maybe try a carrot dog, which I was super skeptical about, but I actually enjoy them now because they have that smoky flavor. And then you get to load on all of your favorite hot dog or sausage style toppings. And it's, it just brings back that nostalgia. But in the beginning, I was like, mm, I don't know. I like carrots dipped in ranch. I don't know <laughs> if I want to try it as a carrot dog, but it worked. A carrot dog. Interesting. Wow. Yeah. That's definitely the trick is to like, I guess, slip them in. Like when you first mentioned putting the spinach in your, your pasta sauce, that would be a good way for me to get my granddaughter to eat more veggies. Yes. So it's kind of like slipping it in where they don't know. And hopefully they don't taste it that much. Well, and you can <laughs> blend it in too. So one of the tricks that we find is you can blend the vegetables into certain foods. So maybe some cauliflower into your smoothie or spinach or greens into your smoothie, and then, you know, give it a really fun flavor. So I like to use light colored fruits for green smoothies so that they stay green. And you can tell your granddaughter it's a Hulk smoothie or an Oscar the Grouch smoothie or something of that nature that really taps into something relatable to them. Right. Yeah. (laughs) So we all know that we really should be eating vegetables or more plant-based lifestyle, but in what ways can switching to a plant-based lifestyle really transform your life? That's a great question. And it's something that I talk about a lot because it's easy for people to see the physical result, right? You mentioned in the beginning, I lost 40 pounds eating this way. And that's an easy, that's an easy benefit to see. But the things that you can't always see are, you know, my renewed energy. You know, I have more energy in my 40s than I had in my 20s when I was teaching elementary school. And I would say that my life is just as busy, if not busier and more active hiking national parks and walking around the campgrounds and, you know, running a business, being a wife, being a daughter, being a cat mom, Mm -hmm. all the things it's, you know, I have renewed energy my mood is better. I just find with these whole plant foods and these whole plant meals, I'm happier when I'm done eating. I I think it's because, you know, I don't have that bloated digestive heartburn, Mm -hmm. just indigestion. I don't have any of that with these whole plant foods because I'm not eating a lot of processed and high, high fat, high oil um, meals. And so the benefits really are tremendous. Something else I've noticed is I sleep much better and I, it's not because I'm tired. It's because my body is able to really get into that deep sleep. I'm like, I said, I feel better. I feel lighter. So there isn't this uncomfort or discomfort when I'm, when I'm going to bed and then something else, which I, I really started to notice now that we've been exploring these national parks is I have less pain and inflammation from all those years of cheerleading years ago, Mm -hmm. and I recover a lot faster. So after a five or six mile hike through the mountains or wherever we go, I'm not in pain. Like I would have been, you know, both 40 pounds ago, but also eating a lot of those highly processed and high inflammation animal product foods. No, I totally get it. I've been... I guess, consciously or intentionally adding more vegetables and eating better 
for a few months now and I've lost 10 pounds. Um, it's going very slow because I'm menopausal. So I'm postmenopausal. So we've gone to the days of losing five pounds in a week, but that's okay. I'm here for it. If it's going to take a while, I'm, I'm here for it. I'm going to do it anyway, but I feel so much better. My joints don't hurt as much. Like I don't, I can pop out of bed without my knees saying, you know, hi, here are your knees. <laughs> um, I just, I've got energy. So yeah, I can definitely see the difference in just what little I've done over the past few months. So I'm very excited to dive deeper into this and to create more and more plant-based recipes. So yeah. How do you, I guess, maintain a mindset of intention, not perfection when it comes to what you eat? Well, that's what I was going to say. First of all, great job on, you know, pushing forward with adding more plants and really noticing those benefits because that is how I push forward with that intentional mindset. A lot of times, and as somebody who dieted my entire life and always really struggled with foods and my weight and just how I felt about myself, I really learned that restriction and perfection don't work for me. And I started to take out the words, I can't have that. I'm not allowed. It's a cheat day. It's a splurge because I'm creating a lifestyle. I want to, you know, my goal in all of this for my, my own self was to create a lifestyle that I didn't need a diet from a lifestyle that made me feel good. That made me happy. That made me confident in my body and in my food choices. And what I've learned over the past two years of really adopting this way of eating as a lifestyle and not a short-term diet is I'm here for the long game. So slower weight loss is okay to me because it means that I'm creating the daily habits. So my daily habits might be popping out of bed, eating my oatmeal or my toast with jam, sitting down, working, getting, going for a walk, getting my movement in and eating a nice whole food, plant-based high energy lunch full of unrefined carbohydrates, potatoes, brown rice, whole grains, lots of veggies. I love to just have my brown rice plate with my salad. And I always make sure my salad is colorful because colorful foods make me happy. So I'm excited to eat those foods because I know it's going to make me feel good. And that's one of the things I really started to look at with intention is one, how do these foods make me feel after I eat them? And two, am I choosing this food out of an old habit? Am I choosing this food because I truly want it? Or am I choosing this food because it's in front of me and I just want to munch? And what I've learned is when I ask myself, why do I want to eat this? I'm finding that a lot of times I don't actually want it. It's not something that's going to get me to my goal or get me, you know, aligned with, with the lifestyle that I'm trying to create. And I'm able to easily pass it now. Whereas before I would have been like, oh, I'll just splurge on it this time and I'll restart everything on Monday mm -hmm. and moving forward with this intentional mindset about what's that daily habit. What's my intention around this goal and what's the lifestyle that I'm trying to create. It really gives you that, that positive mindset, that ability to push forward 
without beating yourself up. Because there are days when I'm like, you know what? I am intentionally going to eat that, that vegan veggie burger and those vegan fries. And it's okay because tomorrow I'm right back to my daily habits that are creating the lifestyle I want. And that's how I move forward with intention over that restrictive have to be perfect. Everything has to be a diet mindset. I just didn't want that. Love it. Totally love it. Intention is everything and knowing why you do or why you're going to eat something. And once you make that decision that you want this as a lifestyle, it's not a diet. I'm doing like air quotations here that has a start and end date. This is the way you want to live and the way you want to feel. And yeah, it's just, it's a lifestyle, like I said. So I know that's what's made it easier for me. Like in the past, if I had to drop a few pounds, it was a full-fledged diet. It was a start end date. And I was just going to do it to lose the weight and that's it. But now that I'm older and I have, you know, intentions of staying obviously healthy and pain-free and medicine-free, it is truly, truly a lifestyle and you become intentional and it's not a fad and everything you eat either works for you or against you. And once you realize that you can make the intentional decision, whether you're going to have it or not. Exactly. And, and, you know, as I, as I mentioned too, like, it may be that your intention is to eat something that might not fully support your goal, but that's okay because we're living a life. It's unrealistic to think you're never going to have a piece of chocolate cake in my case, a vegan chocolate cake, but it's unrealistic to think that you may never have chips or fries. It's, it's just your intention, your frequency and, and what supports your goal. Yeah. Enjoy that party, you know, eat whatever you want at the wedding or whatever, you know, yeah, it's life. It's a decision and, and it's, it's a whole lifestyle. So what is the best way to get out of your comfort zone and familiar ruts when it comes to eating vegetables? That's, we kind of touched on it a little bit before, but for me, one of the things that I need, I started to do in the beginning was we kind of talked about it when we were talking about the vegetables, but changing up the way that you eat something. I love potatoes and I was a little resistant to the full fledged switch to veganism eight years ago when I started eating this way. And what I found was when I created meals using familiar foods, it allowed me to explore other options. But if you are more open to trying new foods, that's another way to kind of get out of your comfort zone. Maybe challenge yourself to a new fruit or a new vegetable each week at the grocery store. Maybe try a new recipe. You know, I'm all for not making this complicated and eating simpler meals that don't require, you know, 30, 40, 60, 80 minutes of prep and all this time in the kitchen. But every now and then it's fun to try a new recipe that you maybe didn't try or try a version of a, of your favorite recipe with a plant-based ingredients. And I always, I always tell my clients when they say they feel like they're kind of stuck in a rut on what they're eating. I said, well, have you tried taking your favorite taco filling and only using vegetables instead of beans? Or have you tried a new soup recipe? Because I find soups are easy and most people love them. And you know, have you tried a a soup that has a different flavor profile or have you tried a different, you know, ethnic cuisine that you may not be used to a different spice, a different sauce. And it's more about taking that, that challenge on yourself to try something different. For me, it was trying different vegetables and different fruits. I didn't love beets 
And now they're one of my favorite vegetable, favorite root vegetables. I didn't, hadn't really gotten into, I, you know, I ate grapes as a kid, but now I love grapes frozen as a sweet treat, you know, as I'm winding down my evening or throughout the day, I might just need a little burst of energy. I grab a handful of grapes out of the freezer and it just, it's a different way of eating something and keeps everything fresh and exciting. I will say you get used to it. Like the first week or two might be hard, but then you start to crave, you know, fruits and vegetables, which I know sounds weird probably to some, (laughs) but after you get over that hump of just getting into that lifestyle, then it just, that's what you just want. And like you said, you just grab the grapes instead of a cookie, at least for me, that's what I'm finding. Well, and I, I find that too. And something else I find is I crave the freshness of the foods, especially if I've had a couple of days where I've eaten a little unaligned, I'm like, I really want a salad when have I ever craved a salad in my life? And now I'm like, I really want a salad with this meal or I miss fresh vegetables. You know, we went through a phase where it felt like we cooked every, every vegetable. And I was just like, I really think I need just fresh, raw vegetables. And your body craves it because it's also, you crave how you feel, right? You start, you eat, you eat plant-based for a while and you're like, wow, I didn't know I could feel so good. You eat a couple of things unaligned and you're like, oh, I want to go back to how I was feeling last week when I was feeling so, so good and so fresh and so clean and so light. It's almost like your body craves the food, but you crave how you feel. And I always tell people like track how you feel after you eat those foods, because that's what brings us back. You know, you find your less like you said, less pain, sleeping better, just feeling overall lighter. And all of a sudden we're like, I miss feeling that way after eating unaligned. And it really, it really brings you back. It really mm-hmm. helps you stick to it. So for a person who just, okay, they're like, they're listening to this and they're going to draw a line in the sand. They're like, that's it. I'm going to eat more plant, <laughs> plant-based. Like now what? Like, what would you say are the few steps to achieve that and get started? Yeah. So my number one tip on the people that are drawing the line in their sand and they're like, I want to eat more plant-based is crowd your plate with crowd out the animal products with more plant-based foods. So add in, maybe it's a second vegetable side dish, or maybe it's a little extra scoop of that whole grain, brown rice, quinoa, farro, frica, whatever, you know, grains you're used to eating. Maybe it's substituting the dairy products for non-dairy products. You know, there's non-dairy milks, there's non-dairy yogurts, there's non-dairy ice cream. I mean, there's really such a, we're so blessed in all of these, you know, non-dairy options. And my philosophy is get things as close to nature intended. So I'm, I'm always looking for, you know, the non-dairy alternatives that have the least amount of ingredients, maybe low sugars, no sweeteners, things of that nature, but maybe it's swapping out, you know, your coffee creamer in the morning or you start buying vegetable broth instead of chicken stock or, or beef stock and and really start being conscious of those plant-based decisions. And as you get more comfortable, you add more, you know, we we've talked a couple of times about intention over perfection. It's, I'd love to be able to say, we can just wave a magic wand or snap your fingers. And all of a sudden you're whole food plant-based or plant-based or we're vegan or whatever that, that ultimate goal is. But 
in reality, it's a, it's a journey and it might get hard. It might get messy. It might be uncomfortable in the beginning. You might try a recipe and it, it's not great. You might try two recipes and they're the best things ever. And that's all you want to eat. You know, it's, it's really about giving yourself grace as you move into this and, and really focusing on the outcome that you're looking for, not those day-to-day accidents or missteps because it's about a process. So for somebody wanting to start, I know for me, how I get inspiration is either through a website. I know you have a website or through cookbooks and you have three. What would be, I don't even know if you can, you can say for certain, but out of your three cookbooks, what would you say is the one for starters who is totally new to this? I think that's a, that's a great question. And I go back and forth on which one I feel is probably the most I guess, helpful. The 30 minute whole food plant-based cookbook is very inclusive. It has everything from your easy side dishes to salads, handheld recipes. So lunches, sandwiches, bunch of main dishes, desserts, appetizers, it has everything. And I love that all the recipes are ready in 30 minutes. And as far as the ingredients, the ingredients in that cookbook are pretty simple. I think miso and nutritional yeast are the odd ones out. Um, soy curls might be something you have to look for at a health specialty store. And then the super easy plant-based cookbook. I really like that one for beginners because there's a chapter on no cook meals there's a chapter on one pot meals. And I've really leaned into these one pot meals because in an RV, I mm-hmm. do the dishes by hand. So two dirty, fewer dishes mm-hmm. makes for a happier cleanup after. And then that one also has some 30 minute meals. The one thing about this, the super easy plant-based is again, the ingredients are simple. There are ingredients that you can find at pretty much any grocery store. And I say that because when I was spending hours and hours of testing and writing the recipes, I was in different locations and different grocery stores. And I had to be able to access the ingredients that I was cooking with. And I find that one to probably be the one I lean into the most for starters, because it is all about those familiar ingredients. A lot of chickpeas, a lot of common flavors that we enjoy. I love tacos because I think you could rotate six or seven taco recipes, you know, in a week or in, I'm sorry, six or seven taco recipes in a month and have enough variety where you're not eating the same taco recipes, but you're getting tacos every week. And I really just, I love tacos for ease. And it seems like everybody enjoys a taco. So (laughs) having different taco recipes that you can rotate through your month, monthly meal plans is, is beneficial. And then, you know, the third cookbooks, the budget friendly, And what I like about that is it really does provide those, those three meal plans, that three week meal plan. So 21 days of recipes put into a plan for those beginners on a budget. And I really think it depends on what you're looking for. Are you looking to, you know, get food on the table fast? Are you looking to get food on the table easily? Or are you looking to get food on the table on a budget? And I know we want all three, but sometimes we have to choose, right? Things that take less time would mean maybe a little bit more money because we're buying those conveniently packaged vegetables or pre-cut broccoli slaw rather than prepping it ourselves. Whereas Mm -hmm. in the budget book, you might be spending a little bit more time prepping your ingredients because you're buying them as close to nature intended, meaning less hands have touched it, which means less 
cost for you at, in the end because you're doing the the prepping. So I think it just depends. Like I said, for me, it's probably the super easy plant-based because I think the recipes just lend themselves to a beginner and makes for easy meals. Yeah. I love that you have three choices. So where can somebody shop for your books? They can find the links on veginspire.com under cookbooks. The cookbooks are also available on Amazon. And if you're not an Amazon shopper, because I know some people aren't, you can actually snag the ISBN number from the cookbooks, you know, just visit, visit my author page on Amazon, get the ISBN numbers, and then your local bookstore can actually order them. It may take a little bit longer than the prime delivery, but you can support local. And I know that's important to a lot of people. So we wanted to make sure that was an option as well. Awesome. And if somebody had more questions and wanted to get in touch with you, how can they find you? I am super active on Instagram at veg inspired. And I also have a Facebook community, the veg inspired foodies. You can find me by typing in veginspired.com slash foodies to get to that, uh, Facebook community. Awesome. And I will put that stuff in the show notes. So make it easy for you guys. So Kathy, thank you so much for being here. I know I'm excited. I'm going to go out and get your cookbooks (laughs) because I can use all the help and inspiration in the kitchen for doing this easier and diversify my recipes that I have. So thank you for that. Yes. Thank you so much for having me, Francine. I really appreciate it. And if I can help in any way, I'm happy to share more resources or recipes or support along your journey or on anyone's journey. Thank you. Thanks so much for listening. But before you go, if you found value in today's show, I would love it if you would take a screenshot of this episode and share it with others on social media. And be sure to hit that subscribe button and head on over to iTunes or wherever you listen to rate and leave a review. It is how we can empower, educate, and shift how others visualize their lives. Until next time, my friend, remember to live a life untapped. You are worth it.